Hi, Philip DeBella here for Flashcast by PDB. And I've um, had a few people send in some stuff to me about um, sharing some of the insights and challenges facing the cafe industry um, across the franchise sector, but also the independent sector. Um, obviously, an area that I know a fair bit about, having spent over 25 years in cafes um, and hospitality. And simply put, uh, let's start with the main problem we have is that people's expectations are a lot higher today of what they've ever been. So what people used to be happy with in a cafe or restaurant experience is no longer. And simply put, we want more for less. So we don't like paying $4 for a cup of coffee, uh, but yet using the cup of coffee as an analogy, the cost of milk, cost of coffee, and the cost of that cup, so more or less the cogs, cost of goods sold has not increased in the last five years. However, what has increased is wages. Wages have gone from around 25, 28% to up over 40%. Um, what has also been introduction was obviously the GST. When everyone was doing really well, they unfortunately did not put their prices up to 10% for the GST. So that was another absorption. Um, and then the other big one is utilities around petrol, uh, around petrol costs, which puts up freight costs, um, electricity, especially electricity bills have gone crazy and gas bills. So from one insight is the cost of goods have not increased, but yet everything around has. So what that means is the cost of producing something in a cafe or restaurant has gone up, yet our willingness to pay for it has not. We're expecting more for less. So when people ask me, especially around franchise, and we know all the stories that are going around at the moment and, and what's happening, and it's not just in the cafe hospitality, it's also in the retail sector, you'll find that the biggest reason there, if you break it down, is the following. If you look at the ATO website, it'll tell you that rent should be no more than 10% of your turnover. Of course, GST is 10%. Uh, wages shouldn't be any more than 30%. Cost of goods should be around the 20%. And um, utilities, we've covered utilities, we've covered rent. Um, you then are left with, you know, they say around 20, 25%. But if you actually do your maths, the average cafe today, if they are making any money, is making somewhere between five and 10% net profit. Um, and you can get those figures from Restaurant Caterers Association and, and places like that that'll tell you that if anyone is actually making any money in the cafe and restaurant industry, it's more like five to 10%. So there's not a lot of money in cafes and restaurants, if any at all, because what simply happened is that people's willingness to pay um, is, is not what it used to be. Um, Public holidays are a good one where people say, why, especially over Easter, do cafes and restaurants close? Well, they can't pay double time and triple time wages. Uh, it, it's just a fact of the way it is. The numbers don't allow it. Um, and if they actually did, uh, you'd be paying, you know, $8 for a coffee and $20 for a, uh, for a bacon and eggs, which nobody's willing to do. So um, when we were doing some work with the whole wages scenario and the government, um, we said to people, well, the problem is not a work, um, uh, an employer's willingness to pay somebody more, it's the problem is that they just don't have it. The moment that wages are over 30% of what the takings are, they might as well close their doors. You know, So the argument is not, does the employer want to pay the employee more? Of course they would, they're happy to. It's whether they can. And when you're not willing to pay more than $4 for a cup of coffee or $10 for bacon and eggs or even $15 for bacon and eggs that's, you know, that are poached to perfection and the bacon's top quality and grilled and you've got the best bread on the plate and it's all you know, jazzed up nicely, $15 is not a lot to pay when you think that wages is 40% of that item, cost of goods is about 30% of that item, 10% is GST and there's 80% already gone. Then 10% is um, utilities and then if you're in a franchise business, where most franchises are between you know seven and twelve percent, 
there is no money left. So that answers the whole question around franchising and licensing. So any of the franchise systems in hospitality, especially that are charging that seven to 12%, unless they're really saving the, um, the cafes in their system on the cost of goods and on labor, then there is nowhere else that they're gonna be able to make money. So that's to share some insights of um, how it all works in terms of the numbers. Um, but in short, we've also got a thing called dilution. Um, planning laws, and this is a little bit left of center, but something for me to really share with you guys, is that planning laws haven't changed for years. And when people are putting up buildings, they need to put, before they actually get their um, approvals, they need to have X amount of commercial space at the bottom floor. And what's happening is the demand for that commercial space is not there. And when the demand's not there, um, that means it either sits empty or the developer then goes and builds a cafe or restaurant and gives it to somebody for nothing. And when they do that, then what you get is dilution. So where you had, say, a street with two cafes, you now have a street with eight cafes. And it doesn't matter how good or bad they are, they will always dilute business away from you. So simply put, the supply is outstripping the demand. And one of the reasons why, or the main reason, is that planning laws haven't changed. So if you look at what goes in the bottom of these buildings now, it's cafes or restaurants because there is no more demand for retail. So some of the solutions that I talk about to council about is how about changing it into more green, green space, more car park, or allowing people to build nice bottom floor apartments so that um, you get rid of that commercial supply, which then in turn doesn't put pressure or dilution on the industry. But it's just a few different ways to look at it. So next time you're dining in a cafe or restaurant, really have a think about what you're paying for is actually the most expensive item of what you're paying for is service. So I, I do understand that there's a lot of cafes and restaurants out there that don't provide a great service, but I can tell you that doesn't make a difference because of the, the laws on how wages and staff work is that they've still got to pay them top dollar. So someone's got to pay that bill. Um, one of the things I've always advocate is bring back the apprenticeship, always um, bring back the allow me to um, pay someone less and train them really well and then pay my trained staff that who perform much more. And of course, the numbers just don't allow people to do that. So unfortunately, that's why at times you get bad service in a cafe and it becomes a revolving door. You don't believe you're getting what you pay for, but yet you need to understand. So obviously in this flashcast, what I wanted to do is just share some insights and answer those questions that have been coming in about the cafes. Um, why is it that you get an average experience sometimes but pay a lot? Well, it all is a numbers game. Nobody goes into business to go broke. And I think if we can all be a little bit more understanding as consumers, um, and as customers and understand the what goes on the other side of the counter, well, then that will really help the um, cafe owners. But in saying that, the cafe owners do need to remember that the cycle's got to break somewhere, the, the, the revolving door has to stop, and that I, in my businesses, have always gone about it delivering the best possible product with the best possible service for the best value price. And if you go about doing a model like that, then you'll always succeed. Um, of course, you've got to remember that you've, somebody needs to, there needs to be a demand for what you're offering in order for you to succeed. So popping another cafe next to a string of another 10 without the demand or without a point of difference is simply not going to work. So guys, I hope you got some great information intel out of that. Until next time, be the best you can be and send me those questions.